The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. If you want to get a thousand bucks in the dinero double down, well then, darn it all, we're working on that for you. If you want in on it, the word today is Colossians. It's biblical. Sure is. All you, Brady knew it a second. He said, that's when I questioned it, he knew immediately to correct me and say, no, that's absolutely it. <laughs> you weren't sure either, <laughs> which makes me laugh harder. Nobody knows what Colossians is, but it's a word. We learned it today, so we're going to walk on uh, Colossians because I think that's what you do. Uh, 97936. It's part of that Bible everybody loves so much. Colossians. Spell it right. We'll draw your name. Maybe get you a, a thousand bucks. And again, people are like, spell it on the air. I'm like, you have an hour to figure this out. I bet you you can Google it. Go learn something. Somebody just said to Google the Bible verses. Why? Just, because it'll come up in there. Just, just like speak to text. Colossians. Mine spelled it. It's in there. <laughs> I think they, you know, it's not like the Google's going to be like, we skipped that one too. I, like, like everybody else, we don't know what that is. Google knows. So just pop it in there. I started to write, I spelled it really wrong and uh, my phone fixed it. Oh, nice. And capitalized it, which is even better. So you get it right. 979 979- Three six. Brady just pointed out in our uh, hallway and reminded me of one of our a flashback of our twenty years here on the air. Uh, Brett, you don't even know about this, but uh, twenty probably had to be close to like right when we started. Uh, we were in our little room here doing the show, and uh, somebody pops in and goes, "Hey, Roger Rabbit's in the lobby." <laughs> we're like, "Huh? What? It's like what, what? What? Roger Rabbit's here?" It's he a says, "Tough day for me." So Roger Rabbit, and this was when Brady was like, because when we first okay, started. I'm going to break in as producer. Brady was the producer. And I'm like, look, this is what producers do. <laughs> and I still haven't broken Toledo in on it. I don't care anymore. He just leads people around. <laughs> I'm like, you got to go out there and handle what's going on. We did not invite Charles Fleischer, the man who voiced Roger Rabbit, to our show. We, in fact, sent him a firm no because I knew him from another thing. A, he was weird. Be not that funny. Roger Rabbit was at that time 15 years old. So yeah. it was like, I don't want to live on the Roger Rabbit I didn't even stuff. know who the guy was. I do Roger Rabbit better than he does at this point. And uh, he was also one of the bad guys on Welcome Back, Cotter. Those were his claims to fame. Now, Welcome Back, Cotter was already 25 years old, 30 years old. Uh, the Roger Rabbit was 15. And he had some bar that was having him as a stand-up. He's also a terrible stand-up comic. So I said, Brady, you got to go handle this. Tell him he's not coming in. What do you mean? And you went out into the lobby and saw yeah. Roger Rabbit. Hey, boss. Sorry. <laughs> he starts with Not the, happen. the classic. You were very nice. Pack it up, Sorry, Jeff. we don't have time. We don't know. We did not book this. And Roger Rabbit says. Um, he got mad at you. Oh, yeah. He was very upset. You know who I am. Yeah, yeah one of those all. deals. Oh, Brady comes back in. I'm like, how'd it go? And he goes, hey, um, 
guy was a dick. <laughs> like, all right. And he, I don't think that might have been the first time you ever said that. Brady didn't like calling people names at that point. He's really, he's over that. He's not happy. Yeah, he's not a happy man. So Roger Rabbit was furious. So Brady just pointed in the thing. He's like, I think we got a Roger Rabbit situation outside. And it reminded me, and I started laughing. Because in our 20 years, that was probably that. And Paul Rodriguez showed up for no reason once. And we, and were, we brought, we, we. No, uh, we didn't. We, we, we didn't. We had oh, that's something right. going on. Turn. We had to that's tell right. Paul Rodriguez to go away, and he was also upset. I'm like, we didn't. He ask went to the wrong station. Well, he's in Guadalupe. No, he I came mean, because it was his publicist that just said, oh, figure, oh, we can. Every if, station's going to take right. It. If Paul Rodriguez just shows up, yeah, you're going to say okay. And we're like, dude, aka Pablo, we can't have you in here. You're sorry. I would love to, but we we were in the middle of something else. Oh yeah, we had something going on. It wasn't important, but you just can't barge in like that. This isn't the Tonight Show, and you're not Sinatra. Like Sinatra, the music would play, my kind of town, and like all of a sudden the curtain would open and there's Sinatra. But it was also never a surprise. Johnny always knew. Yeah. It was for the audience. Paul Rodriguez isn't big enough to just go, oh my God, we've been interrupted by Paul Rodriguez. Uh, but the, the Roger Rabbit thing happened. And then it got me thinking about what's going on at Disneyland right now. And Roger Rabbit is under the, uh, boy, they, they couldn't have been more right a few years ago. The people who are crazy. About like, uh, well, if you let them have this, they're going to get this. And it's just going to never end the whole PC thing. We're like, ah, it's no big deal. Allow them to correct a few things in the past. Boy, it's gotten to the point where I wish I would have listened to those nutballs that said, you can't allow everything in history to change just because today it says different. I'm like, well, there's no reason for Song of the South to be out. And there's the big ones. They get the big ones. And they're and you're right, too. You know, you go back and you start say, well, we really need to show Song of the South. Maybe the Looney Tunes was... The Bugs Bunny cartoons, they're hilarious, but at a certain point, oh, yeah. you're like, all right, they just don't fit today's society. But let's not erase them from history, But and it's gotten out of hand. So now, Disneyland, Disney World, has that tune ride. I wouldn't go on that because I'm a, an adult. And probably the lines of kids. I'm too scared. Go, right? It's horrifying. But in uh, the certain part of it, Jessica Rabbit, who if you haven't, because it's 30 years old, uh, Jessica Rabbit from Roger Rabbit was the sultry songstress, damsel, in the movie, uh, dressed scantily clad with a, a waist of about three inches and cans for miles, even though they were cartoon cans. And that's how you know her name. And that's the how cans. we remember her. Yes. Jessica Rabbit. Bob Hoskins was real life, and he still wanted to bone that cartoon lady. The rabbit wanted to nail her. That body on that cottontail was unbelievable. Telling you what, Jessica Rabbit. And it was a rabbit. That's what people forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it also a rabbit. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> <laughs> was she a real rabbit she had a oh, yeah. did she have a cottontail i don't remember that part i just remember boobs <laughs> but it's jessica rabbit so i assumed she was a rabbit but anyway so in uh at disneyland there's a thing in the tune land i don't know if it's a cartoon or if it's like animatrons or whatever where she's in the back of a trunk and the weasels who are the bad guys in the movie are uh taking her and, and but the whole point of the roger rabbit movie was to show that a woman who looks like this can also be strong and capable that's the whole point of the character of jessica rabbit is to say just because i look this way doesn't mean i'm not moral strong and super capable that's what the movie did back in the 80s was to teach you yeah i look a certain way but don't judge a book by its cover they all thought she was damsel in distress turned out she was the toughest one in the movie smartest one in the movie and most capable one in the movie well they're changing that they're taking her out of the trunk or already have to where she can't be Industry. The weasels are trying to get her, and they can't get her. So in the now, she bonks the weasels on the head. They're putting a little more clothing on. It's like whack a mole. And they're like, we can't have a woman um, be this weak. 
And like, but that is the whole point of the character is to show that even when she's in the worst situation, she'll figure a way out. Because they're like, they're not without go, help. These kids aren't going to look. Watch this movie. Yeah, it's it's the opposite of what they're of what the movies yeah, like. What, what her character about? was in the first. If you really wanted to change Jessica Rabbit to say, here's what reality is for Jessica Rabbit. Do a Kathleen Turner makeover and show what Jessica Rabbit turns into because it's a nightmare. No. The horrors of aging. Yeah. If you want a reality Jessica Rabbit, it's the voice of Jessica Rabbit and what she went to. And and why is that a bad thing? Have Kathleen Turner go. I used to be Jessica Rabbit. Now I'm this. It's like ah, <laughs> what happened to her? Put her back in the trunk. Oh, she doesn't fit in the trunk anymore. Now the weasels can't take her. It's and who was mad about Jessica Rabbit in the first place? Who went by that and said this? We can't do Some that. wildebeest. It's a wildebeest. It is. I think you're yeah. absolutely right. You know what it was? A woman and her husband went to Disneyland with their kid who is now about the right height to ride the kids' rides and walked into Toonland, and she still hasn't lost baby weight, even though it's been five years. <laughs> and uh, she looked over and saw her husband eyeballing that cartoon slut and said, oh, man, oh, man, that's a body. That's the most unrealistic thing. I, I can't believe you even look at that. Like I'm just saying. Those are some huge cans and a tiny waist. I'm going to look. Somebody needs to do something about this. She's just some helpless slut. So Karen slut-shamed Jessica Rabbit until Disney bowed. I can't imagine anybody actually being mad. You don't know the story of Jessica Rabbit. Well, when they change the Peter Pan gender ride, then that's when I'm out. <laughs> what gender is Peter yeah, Pan? Yeah. Does anyone I know? know? I don't know. Please, Eddie, tell me what Peter Pan has, a vag or a dick. I don't know. Let's get out of here, Roger. They're going to change him to a Latinx. Yeah. <laughs> a Latinx <laughs> unknown. Yeah. He's a two-spirit, whatever the hell that is. But somebody's mad. Like I can't imagine walking through my life being like, I got to call somebody about Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> How can you not get over something? I don't care if they change it. I don't care if it's right for... T- Who's the person that walked through there and said, something's got to be done here? We got to take the hook who, off of Captain who, Hook. Yeah, who made the call? Yeah, <laughs> the prosthetics in twenty twenty one are so much better than hooks. It's offensive to poor people with hooks for hands. <laughs> Assume they're all pirates. Not all amputees are pirates, and that's the message we're sending. Oh, Jessica Rabbit was married to Roger Rabbit. She's not an actual rabbit. I thought she was. I thought she was because she was married to Roger. Please, she's my wife. I get to nail it whenever I want. I'm Show me some of, photos, Roger. I'm thinking of when Bugs went in drag, and he'd always turn around in the little cotton tail. Well, there was Babs Bunny, yeah, which was like Bugs' chick or sister. I don't know which. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not getting there. rabbits. I don't care about that. Roger was nailing this lady. No one cares about that part. With great cans. The, yeah, with great cans. <laughs> Nobody cares about the interspecies relationship that's going on here. It's got. You just got to have a strong woman who married a small rabbit. If we want to get into the realities of what's wrong with Roger Rabbit. To the mind of a child, it's that you can have sex with animals. I mean, really, when you get down to it, like what we're really working on here <laughs> should be the bestiality first, and then she's a strong woman second. I get she's a strong woman, but she's also one that f***s bunnies. <laughs> I'd like to shove that rabbit right in my rabbit hole, if you know what I mean. Please, let that be me. All right, whatever. Get your little furry ass in here. <laughs> you realize Jessica Rabbit's uh, using that that bunny as a sex toy, right? She married it. That's very progressive. All right, Kathleen, have another sandwich. <laughs> but bottom line is, what we're mad about is stuff we shouldn't be mad. Or, and it's not 
a, it's not a, it's not anyone. It's like three people, maybe three people, that are angry about Jessica Rabbit not being a strong character. But if you ever watch the movie, that's all she is. Has them all snowed, and she's the smartest one of she's them. She's the smartest character yeah. in the movie. She carries the film. From she's the exposition. If you know anything about writing or or storytelling, you have to have a character that drives the movie from point A to point B. Which is why I thought Austin Power was so brilliant. They had a character named Exposition yeah. that would get the story back on track. What is it, Exposition? Basil, and then he would go. All right, you guys have lost the plot here. We need to focus on this next thing. It was it's a mission that he gives Austin while Austin's off doing whatever. It was brilliant. And it's the fastest way to teach people what exposition actually is. <laughs> That's what she was. The story would go crazy, and then we'd be like, oh, yeah, Jessica, she's going to guide us through this thing. She's the navigator. But nope, she's just a weak woman. It's slut-shaming. What you're doing is slut-shaming. You're assuming the way she looks, which is the opposite of the movie, has made her stupid and weak, and they're changing. Now you're admitting it. Now Disneyland just slut-shamed her. <laughs> Why can't we just have hot-ass Roger Rabbit's wife, you know, the bestiality couple, be a strong lady and a strong rabbit. I agree. I, thank you very much, Brett. I I don't get into these things. And the great cans. And the amazing cans. And can we have one of those weirdos in the eighth grade that draws that stuff and take her clothes off for me like my friend Haim Sanchez used to <laughs> in junior high? Hey, John. What? Psst, look. What is that? I drew Jessica Rabbit with no clothes. God damn, if you didn't do that perfect. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, that's hot, huh? Why is there a rabbit hanging out of her? Well, that's her husband. Oh, God. What are we looking at here? <laughs> I am. I am could draw, man. Naked everything. He was the guy who drew everything you were familiar with having sex. The Flintstones. He was the first time I ever yeah. saw it. Way before computers. He was the dude that would draw Wilma and, and Fred banging. And that was disturbing because I never wanted to see Wilma naked. Jessica Rabbit, however. Yeah. The fact we all accept that there's a bestiality uh, theme to Roger Rabbit. But we can't get over the uh, feminine rights issues. <laughs> it just shows how stupid we are. Enjoy it, Disneyland. By the way, the guy who started Disneyland hated Jews. So until we cut the head off of that beast, let's not worry too much about the characters. He was a, he was a Nazi sympathizer, the old Walt. We're going to look past that because he's a billion-dollar industry. But They're not buying tickets at my yeah, park. Right. <laughs> well, they're too expensive, Walt. <laughs> That's the truth. How come I can't get the Jews involved over here? Because your tickets are too pricey. <laughs> ah, typical. I'm like, I know, but offer a BOGO or something to people in the hats <laughs> with the PayX. They tried to run me out of this town. Yeah. Peter Pan is, uh... <laughs> he says, they've updated Peter Pan since your talk, John. The new character is now Peter Pan Guten Talk. <laughs> oh, tell you what, man, it's harder to fly than it's ever been, but I can still do it. Wendy, Michael, John, come on, let's get out of here. Dick, you stay. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to get that out there since Brady brought up Roger Rabbit. And I started laughing the other day about the. It didn't even cross my mind about the whole interspecies thing until it was brought up here. What do you mean you don't want to interview me? <laughs> and then Charles Fleischer. <laughs> what do you mean you want to talk to me? I'm the voice of Roger Rabbit. We got a guy who does that. <laughs> Leave, Eddie. Don't you know who I am? Get him out of here, Brady. This guy's a dick. Anyway, so I just wanted to do that. Colossians. Colossians? Colossians? Colossians. Colossians, Colossians is the word today. 97936. Getting down to it. 16 minutes left. You might win $1,000 with Colossians. 
And if you're in an interspecies relationship, make sure you're a strong woman. That's what we need. A woman who knows exactly what she wants in this life, even if that includes rabbits. Not, get on the ride and shut up. It's 98. <laughs> what? 98. No way. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.